Hi, you guys, and welcome to the Morning Jots podcast. I'm literally so excited to be here, and I'm excited that you're excited to be here. And this has been a long time coming. And let me tell you right now, like in full transparency, I am terrified. Like I am actually terrified of doing this, but it's one of those things where you have to just like feel the fear and do it anyway. I am not kidding you when I tell you I spent the whole day avoiding this exact moment. I was cleaning, I was scrolling on my phone, I was eating snack after snack. I'm like, oh my God, I am just, I'm so scared. And it's funny because I love recording podcasts with other people, but something about sitting down and talking into a microphone at your computer in a room by yourself is just so daunting and it's like torture. So... I am just, I'm learning to go with it. I love it. I hate it. It's its something I, I've known I wanted to do for a long time, but it's one of those things where like divine timing just had to come in because I know I've been talking about doing this for probably like a year now. And I was asking you guys like a year ago, like, what should my podcast be named? Like, what names do you like? And I was asking you about what time you wanted episodes to come out. And I was really prepared to do it, but it was not the right time, which is why it never actually came into fruition, like until now, because I was not ready physically, emotionally, spiritually, just, I just wasn't ready at the time that I wanted to do it. And now I feel like I am. And I am going to take a second to say, I am so sorry if you hear this like beeping in the background, because we've been having an issue with our fire alarm since last night. And it's just like, Beeping, and so we've just been waiting for somebody to like come and fix it. And again, sorry. Uh, I hope that's not distracting. It only happens once in a while. So, anyway, back to this. So, here we are, the Morning Jots podcast. And another reason why I was so afraid to just start is because. I didn't know where to categorize this podcast. I'm like, is it spirituality? Is it health and wellness? Because as people and humans, we just love to put things in boxes, like a nice little neat box, like this is what this is. And so long ago, I realized that I can't be put into a box And consequently, this podcast will not be able to be put into a box because we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about spirituality. And I mean, I feel like that's probably the main focus because there's so much in there that has really changed and impacted my life in every single way, especially along the lines of like psychedelics and all that good stuff. But I do want to just talk about other things too. I mean, and it all kind of ties in together. So I guess you could call it a spiritual podcast, but there will be things about health and wellness. There will be things about my story with my eating disorder. Like all these things are going to come up and then stories with other people. The main thing is, is that I hope this podcast is inspirational and I hope it helps you on your journey, your self-growth journey, your self-expansion. Like that's all I want from this. And like I said, I'm honestly terrified to do it, but I know in my heart of hearts that this is what I want to do and what I'm meant to do because if you guys have the human design app, oh my God, that app was my hype girl before I started this because I went on and like there's a new part where you can look at your spiritual gifts and I think mine says like my voice or like my speaking. I'm going to look exactly what it says so I could share it with you guys because I was like, I needed that so bad to just do the damn thing. Okay, hold on. It's coming on. So one of my gifts, gift 12, is a noticeable voice, meaning it just makes people pay attention and it makes people, you know, consciously or unconsciously listen. 
and be able to relate and just like hear what I'm saying and connect with what I'm saying. And it really was the confirmation I needed to just go for this thing because writing and speaking has been something that I'm so passionate about. It's something I've always wanted to do. And now I'm finally getting to like the speaking part of it. And if you must know, in college, I went from like the worst speaker in my class to like the best speaker, like literally got the award at the end of the year for like the most improved speaker. So you know what? It's time to use that gift. It's so funny. I was so bad. Anyway, not the point. What I really want to do with this intro episode is tell you my story because I have this theory that you and I are a lot alike, but we don't know that unless we share ourselves and we share our stories. So the thing with this podcast too is that I want guests of all sorts. I want bigger guests that you would just expect to be on here, but I also, I don't even care if you have zero followers, if you have like 10 followers, a hundred, a million, I don't care. I just want to hear your stories. I want to hear about your life and how spirituality has impacted it or your experience with psychedelics and stuff like that. Like, I just want to hear from you. I want this to be a place where we can really connect and kind of feel like a, like a homecoming of sorts, like where we can all come together and just feel heard and understood, inspired. Like that's, that's what my goal is for this podcast. But anyways, I want to start this story. I'm not going to tell you my life from like birth to like right now, but I want to start the story at when I started my Instagram account a couple years ago, it was not for the intention to become an influencer or to grow an audience. Like it, There was nothing like that going on when I started my Instagram. I started it at a time where I was so deep in my eating disorder and I needed an outlet somewhere I could write, somewhere where I feel like I could share whether anybody or nobody was listening. Like it was for me. And the thing about that time is nobody, nobody was talking about eating disorders. I barely even knew I had one until like one or two years in. Like it's not how it is now, like where there's so many informational posts and people talking about it and just like inspiring people to like get better. Like that was not a thing. It was very much a hush topic that nobody talked about. And I just was on Instagram at a time where it was like raging diet culture. Like there was always a new diet. Like there was people doing banana diets and it was really around that like low fat era, like all these crazy exercises. Like it was just a very different time. So I realized really quickly when I first made that Instagram that I could not be on it because it was so triggering and it was so detrimental to my mental health that I just stopped. I just stopped going on Instagram for so long. And then I came back when I felt like I was more confident and I was actually like making progress and recovery. And then again, I picked up where I left off. It wasn't to grow. It wasn't to be an influencer. Like it wasn't, I wasn't in like aspiring for this to be my job. I was just writing to write and somewhere along the lines, like people were listening and I didn't even know, I didn't even realize it. And then I just grew this following and I was sharing healthy recipes and I was sharing my recovery journey. And it was so beautiful. And Instagram at that time was honestly such a beautiful place to be. Like it was so inspiring. It was such a good place to connect with people, which is, in my opinion, it's very different now. But 
I grew this following and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm finding people who I can relate to, who I can connect to because nobody in my immediate life and my real life around me knew what I was going through. They didn't know what it was like. My sisters didn't know. I mean, obviously they knew I was struggling with my disorder, but like nobody knew how to help me. My parents just wanted to force me to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to therapist. And I was so stubborn. I was so stubborn in my eating disorder. I mean, I had it for eight years. It started when I was leaving high school, going to college, and it was because I had so many friends, and I have a twin sister. So, like, I my whole life, from literally out of the womb, I was with somebody. I was surrounded by people, and we had a big friend group. I was on the cheerleading team. Like, I just had a lot of friends. I was always with people. I mean, all my friends were sleeping over on school nights. Like, I was just never alone. And because of that, I never developed an identity for myself. I was just what everybody else wanted me to be. I was a people pleaser. I was kind of like somebody who would just conform like into the next person that I met and whatever they wanted to meet. It was like I was like having a little antenna come out of my head and just like getting a little ping and then I would be whoever that person wanted me to be whenever I was with somebody new or meeting new people. And so I just, I never developed like a sense of self especially having a twin like you're just so grouped together you're compared you're whatever so anyways I leave high school and I'm going to college and all of my friends go to different colleges mind you they were not a good friend group anyways so it, it wasn't a major loss but they all went to different colleges my boyfriend um who I'd been with since like junior year maybe sophomore year of high school I don't really know um he went to a different college. And so my sister, my older sister went away to college and then my twin sister went to a different. So like, I was just alone. Like I was literally alone for the first time in my life and went through this major identity crisis. I'm like, holy shit, I don't even know who I am. I don't know how to relate to these people in my college because I have no sense of self and I don't want to keep like morphing into people around me. I want to be my own person. And I also had not a great relationship with myself. I was compared to my whole life to my twin sister who some people thought she was prettier or I guess some people thought I was prettier. I don't know. It just, it takes a big toll on your mental health. And that's really all I can say about it is just constantly being compared to somebody else, like your body, your face, everything. Like it just, I didn't have a good relationship with myself. And so naturally I wanted to cope. And how I coped with it was developing an eating disorder, trying to have some control in my life. And then I was also went to college for nursing and I'm learning about the body and how to take care of the body. And I just, I was not taking care of myself in the way I should have in high school. I mean, I worked out and I did all of that because I was in competitive cheerleading all four years and we worked out and stuff. But like the way I was eating and the way I was mentally talking to myself, like it was so toxic. Like eating so much processed food, drinking, oh my God, like drinking so much. And like every weekend, it was so crazy. Like literally missing school on like a Monday because I was so shit-faced on like a Saturday. So drinking, smoking, like it was just not the ideal way of life. And I hated that about myself. Like I hated it. So I like quickly learned everything I could about eating healthy and somewhere in there developed like orthorexia. So I was just very scared of things that weren't healthy, like quote unquote healthy. And I also wanted to be like a perfect student. I didn't care about school and high school. And so me becoming me was trying to be this like 
perfect little version of myself. Like I wanted to be an all A student, like 4.0 GPA. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to actually feel good in my body. And so I was doing it and it started off so innocent. Like I wasn't trying to develop an eating disorder. I didn't even really know what that was. And, you know, I lost weight within a year, a good amount of weight within a year. And people started saying things to me. And that was so hard for me mentally because people would be complimenting me like, oh my God, you look so good. Like, how did you lose all this weight? Like, and just really, really gassing me up on my eating disorder. But obviously um, some people didn't know I was struggling at that time. So it was innocent, but it was also feeding my disorder. Cause I'm like, oh, I have to keep doing all these things, over exercising and like not eating enough. And because people say I like finally look good. And so it really, it was a really, really, really confusing time. And during that eating disorder, my mom thought it would be helpful to offer to get me breast implants. And I know it was coming from the best intention. I know she has them from like for herself, but please listen to me when I tell you it is not the way to heal body image. It's not the way to heal your disorder. Like it is not the way to go about recovery. And I know my mom was just tired and it was already years in, into my disorder. And she was just, she was trying so hard to help me recover and I know it was well-intentioned, but even when you look in the stupid pamphlet for breast implants, it says, do not get if you have like an eating disorder. Like it literally says something along those lines. And I remember just looking at that and just like closing the pamphlet and like pushing it away. Cause I was like, I would try to convince myself that I was recovering, even though I was still really much, very much so like trapped in my disorder. And yeah, so I got the breast implants and this... That story will have to be in a different podcast if we ever want to get there, but like just going to get the surgery and everything was just a literal nightmare. And after the surgery, like everything about it was a nightmare. It was like the universe was like, nope, <laughs> but I did it anyway. And uh, a couple years later, I ended up getting super sick, very sick. My body was just, it did not agree with the breast implants. And I don't think anybody's body does. Like it's a foreign object going into your body. And what does your body do when a foreign object is in there? It attacks it. Like your immune system attacks it. So it was like my body essentially attacking itself, developing breast implant illness, which is basically like an autoimmune disorder. And around that time too, it was like I was just about to move out of my house for the first time, like move away from my family to a whole different state with my boyfriend and it was such a fucking hard time like it was ugh. at that point I was recovered from my disorder but now I had the this pain this pain oh my god this pain in my body and it started in my arm and I was I remember I was telling my sisters I was like something is wrong and they were like laughing at me they're like you're such a hypochondriac like and you know I am fair I am a hypochondriac, but I like knew, like I just knew that like something was wrong. I'm like, this is like not right. This is a weird type of pain. And then like two days later, it like spread to my whole body. I felt like I couldn't even walk. It was like my tailbone. I don't know. It felt like my whole body was just breaking and it was so hard to even move. And I was like, something is wrong. And I had to go to the chiropractor like consistently just to be able to walk and like not be in pain. And in the back of my mind, 
because it was like my upper back too. I was just like, I feel like it's my breast implants. Like something is wrong. And it just was in the back of my mind. And I even told my twin sister, I'm like, I think it's my breast implants. Like I think I want them removed. And like the thing about that was that I didn't even have them for that long, maybe three years. And I think my mom had just paid them off. Like it's expensive to get them in. And she was like, my twin and like my family was like, you need to just like calm down. Like you're going to be okay. It's not your breast implants, whatever. And I'm like, okay, okay. So we move and me and my boyfriend Austin, we moved to North Carolina and it was like the day I got there, my whole fucking body just shut the fuck down. Like my whole body, my digestive system, my nervous system, everything. I was still experiencing so much pain in my body. It was literally the worst day ever. Like I vividly remember moving in and it was painful. I was... My boyfriend's family was there and I was literally just sitting in the bathtub because I was in so much pain and I didn't know what to do. And what I realized about that now is that I was so much so living in fight or flight mode at home before I moved. Like I was just stuck in fight or flight. And I have a good relationship with my family now, but at the time I didn't. And I think that's why my nervous system was just in fight or flight, always just like on edge because that's how I felt living in my house, just like on edge all the time. And so we move, we're in this brand new state. I'm with the person that I feel the safest around and so held because Austin has been there pre-eating disorder to post-eating disorder through chronic illness. Like he is somebody I feel so fucking safe around. And even he was with me when I got the implants and it meant everything because he helped me a lot after when I got them in after that surgery. And he witnessed things that I feel so bad that he had to witness like after that surgery, but he is like my comfort. He is my home no matter where we go. And so I felt I was safe. I was safe for the first time in so long. And I think my whole life, I was just stuffing trauma down like into this little box inside of me, stuffing it my whole life up until we moved. And it's like when we moved in my body and I felt safe, like it just exploded. This trauma box exploded. And that's why it came out physically like my body was breaking down like the trauma that I have been trying and trying and trying to push down just came the fuck out of me and it was terrifying because I didn't know that at the time I just thought that there was something severely wrong with me in my body and it took me months months to even get the uh, diagnosis of breast implant illness because before that I was just going from doctor to doctor to specialist to doctor and let me tell you western medicine is such a fucking letdown it is a fucking letdown. Like the gastroenterologists, I just don't even understand what they do because I'm like, you guys don't even, okay. And no shade to Western, like no shade to Western medicine. I know that sounds harsh. I worked as a nurse for two years. Like I, I know that there's a time and place for, you know, Western medicine, but it was so frustrating that these doctors like don't know things about like IBS or parasites. Like they just don't know. And like, yeah, they'll tell you IBS, but they don't realize that IBS isn't a root cause. Like there's something else causing the IBS. And so it was just so freaking frustrating to go from doctor to doctor. And I was also going to a chiropractor that was super close to my house and I love them. I love them. They're like family to me. And he and his wife own this little chiropractor place and he would give me adjustments and she would do acupuncture on me. And it took a couple months and they took x-rays of me and they were like, have you ever been in like a, a, a car accident? And I was like, I've literally never been in a big accident in my life. That, that That's so crazy to me. And it was all because of the breast implants were literally messing with my body and like my anatomy. And finally, 
I remember leaving and then like getting an email after and his wife was like, I think you have something called breast implant illness. And I'm like, what? What is breast implant illness? But it just was like, I just remember like all the blood like just draining from my face because I knew like I knew so deep inside of me that it was my breast implant implants to begin with. And it was like this confirmation like, yes, this is it. So I looked it up. And I was like, holy shit, there's like over a hundred symptoms like of breast implant illness. I had so many of them that I was like, oh my God, like this is literally it. And it was not even a month later until I got them removed. And you have to have like a special type of surgery. Like not all surgeons do it because it's considered a really dangerous surgery because you could puncture a lung because I needed not only the implant removed, but the capsule because your body builds like this capsule around it because it's trying to prevent an autoimmune thing, but consequently it did not work. But anyways, I had to get the capsule and the implant removed and I did and I was so thankful. It was like one of those moments where it felt like freaking divine gift because the surgeons who do this surgery are booked out for like months because there's a lot of people. You would be surprised how many people are trying to get their breast implants removed. And I was just beside myself calling surgeon after surgeon, like all the surgeons in North Carolina. And I was like, fuck it. If I can't get in here, like I will go to Chicago and I will get them out, but I need these out of me like yesterday. And so there was this one guy that everybody kept talking about because I went into a Facebook group of people like uh, who had breast implant illness and everybody was talking about this one amazing surgeon and he's in North Carolina and I was like what are the odds and I was like if everybody's talking about him he's gonna be booked out and I remember I called and they were like yeah he's like booked out for like months and I was beside myself on this phone call crying to this woman about how much pain I was in and she understood because she had breast implant illness and she's like I'm so sorry like I wish I could help and we hang up and I'm not even kidding you like five minutes later she calls me and she goes I got you in it's in a week I got you in and we're gonna get them out and I was I could cry about it now like I was sobbing so fucking thankful I got him out and I feel like really like that's where my healing journey began was after getting them out. I started working with a functional medicine practitioner and just learning that I had candida and parasites and SIBO. And there were so many things like there were so many things like I was so constipated, like and finally learning these things and like how to actually take care of my body and heal my liver and heal my stomach. Probably around the time where I really felt like I got thrown into like a spiritual journey too because of all my health issues I was so anxious so anxious and that same chiropractor and wife that I was talking about she was like telling because I was telling her I'm like I've I'm it's debilitating like I have such bad health anxiety my body still hurts like it's just it's a lot and she was like you know what take this phone number take this email reach out to this person because she has helped me in ways that I can't even tell you like she my acupuncturist said this woman helped me get through something that probably would have taken me five years of therapy to get through. And at that point, I was just like, okay, I don't know who she is. I don't know what she's about. I don't know if this is therapy. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm so desperate that I'm going to just like contact this number for help because I need somebody to help me. And I did. And it was the best decision of my whole entire life. Um, 
I went to this person's house, like not even knowing them or who they are or even what they do. And I felt like I think I was expecting it to be like a therapy session, which I mean, it kind of was. But I go in and it's she just starts saying all these things that I'm like, how could you possibly know that? I don't even know you. And she was an energy healer and she single handedly changed my life. She single handedly helped me through some of the hardest things that I was going through in the most gentle way. And it was then that I became obsessed, like obsessed with spirituality. And I was already into tarot and I was really into that kind of stuff. But like this like took me into a whole nother level because she even confirmed to me that it was just like, I finally felt safe. And that's why my body like broke down when I moved to North Carolina and so many other things. This woman single-handedly healed my relationship with my family because she told me about our past lives. And I have all of these sessions recorded on my phone because I was sitting in a room with her and she told me to record them so I could listen to them back. And even listening to them, I mean, these are from like a year ago and like listening to them now, I'm like, wow, it's crazy. And a little side note is that that energy healer is going to be coming on my podcast soon. So I literally can't wait for you guys to hear from her too. And maybe even have the opportunity to work with her for yourself because some of my friends have already worked with her too. And they just are so thankful. Like she is amazing. She's amazing at what she does. She's so divine. She's such a potent healer. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited about that. So that was my little side note. But anyways, after that, um, we, it was like the first time that I ever did any true, true, true healing where I was able to forgive versions of my younger self and forgive people who hurt me, who compared me to my sister, who said hurtful things, forgiving myself for saying hurtful things to myself, forgiving myself for starving myself and for literally trying to make myself so small and just the things that I did to myself during the eating disorder that were just so unspeakable. Like I can't even, I can't even begin to describe and I cried and I cried during that session and we were like focusing because I, I said before I had so many problems in my stomach and in my intestines and whatever and we were focusing on healing that area and I went home and I got my period for the first time in eight years after that session. And that is how freaking powerful energy healing is. It will heal you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And I can't wait for you guys to hear more um, from my energy healer's perspective too, but it is life-changing and that's why I was like so called to spirituality and I've always known that I'm some type of healer in one way or another because the way people connected with me on Instagram and my story and just being able to be someone that people related to and being the person who has to walk through the fire so other people don't have to. And I've been told that so many times and I feel like it finally has settled in with me. It finally has settled in and I have gone through so much healing even from that point because that first session with my energy healer was a year ago like over a year ago and I've learned so much about me and myself and I've healed so much of myself because I'm I mean I am still struggling with chronic illness issues but there's a light at the end of the tunnel I could see the light now and even like two months ago I think it I hit another really rock bottom place. Like I felt so lost. I was really changing and I didn't know how to keep up with that change on Instagram because I kind of stopped caring. And this is something I really want to talk about too because I feel like there's little to no explanation because before with my Instagram, when I started growing, I was posting two times a day, super active, trying to grow. 
And then it was like, I got sick, got what felt like thrown into my spiritual awakening. And it was like, I stopped caring and I stopped being passionate about it. And writing and writing has just always been something that's so integral to my life. And I was still kind of sharing, but kind of not. Like I was so ambivalent with Instagram. I'm like, I could do this, I could not do this. And I was realizing that I didn't really care about food and like making recipes anymore. And I I don't know, it was just, Instagram was changing. The algorithm was hard to keep up with. Like it was just becoming something that I didn't care about anymore. I didn't care about being an influencer. I don't, I didn't want that. I felt so shallow. I just wanted more connection and I was confused and I didn't know how to show up on Instagram and it's still something I'm figuring out, but it's, it's hard because I've grown, I've grown with it. Like it started at a period, like I said, when I was really, really deep in my disorder and I am a completely different version of myself now. And That's why I'm starting this podcast, to connect with people in a new way, but in a more intimate way where we can really talk to each other and start conversations and I can share with you my experiences of like how I got to this point. Because my God, there's so much I skipped in this little storytelling thing that, oh my God, it's going to take so many episodes, but... I'm at this point now where I'm working with a different energy healer and it's, I don't even know how to describe this type of healing that we're doing, but in our last session that we did, I just was having like visions and I was hearing things and it was basically showing me and like telling me like I'm meant to do some type of healing, like actually like Reiki. And so I'm going to be a Reiki practitioner in like a couple weeks, which is so crazy, but it feels so aligned and it finally feels like I'm figuring myself out again, which is why I feel like it's the perfect time to start this podcast because now I get it. I get who I am. I get what I want. And before it was like all what I thought I needed to want. I thought I needed to want something else. And now I'm like, no, this is what I actually want. This is who I actually am. And so I'm so excited to be a Reiki practitioner. And I'm so excited to do even more than that, that I'm not going to share yet. But I feel like this is going to take me into so many different avenues that I'm so excited because even becoming a Reiki practitioner, like I get to have such a more intimate connection with you guys because I will be doing, you know, remote sessions so we could do it on Zoom, but I will also be doing in-person sessions. And I just feel like it's such a great way to connect. And I have so many more other things that I can't wait to share with you that are going to come. But I'm just really excited for this chapter of my life and this new season and this new me, because this me is so much more confident and so much more sure of herself that I just feel like it's going to benefit not only me, but all of us, because I have so much to share. And I've been through so much, like I said, that I feel like my experiences and you hearing other people experiences, like my guests on this podcast, like I feel like we're going to all get so much out of it. And I'm really just at this point where I'm ready to share with you like the authentic, most genuine expression of myself. And it's something I felt like I couldn't have done even a month ago because I was still really struggling. I was still at a really low low, which is a whole nother story that we can maybe come back to and revisit later. But it was such a low in my life. And I'm so thankful that I have people I can work with and just taking the initiative to heal myself and do my self-care practices and my shadow work and my healing but I feel like I'm finally becoming the version of me that I've always wanted to be and that was always 
deeply inside of me, but I had to shed so many layers. I had to break out of boxes that people put me in and I had to really just love me for who I am. And that was really, really hard for me for a really long time, especially as someone who struggled with an eating disorder for so long. And then I don't know how to explain it if you don't know, if you've never had a chronic illness, but that's a whole different type of learning how to love yourself through sickness too. It's really hard because your body's inflamed and you feel bloated all the time and you don't feel good. Like it's really hard to love yourself through that. But I'm at this place where I'm like, I, I get me and I get why this is happening to me and why it happened to me. And it's something I have to be patient with. And I today I feel great. Like, you know, I, I'm having a good day and I realize that it has a lot to do with my mental health and where I'm at mentally and just feeling loved and seen and connected. And I have been feeling those things lately, which I haven't felt in the past couple months. And it really takes a toll on you physically, mentally, emotionally. And now that I'm feeling more like me, starting things that I've wanted to do, like I feel like I'm going to heal in ways that people don't expect um, because another thing that came up during one of my energy healing sessions was it was never about the protocols. I was using all of these protocols and detoxes and functional, you know, working with my functional medicine doctor because I, I wanted the work done for me. I wanted the supplements to heal me. I wanted the detoxes to heal me and I didn't want to have to go in and do the work because sometimes doing the work is so hard and it is so painful and it is not all sunshines and daisies. And sometimes I feel like it's portrayed on social media. Like people try to portray it in these posts that have like little rainbows and they're colorful. And it's like healing is so hard and it's painful. And I realize now, like I really was just distracting myself from getting to the roots. And I have I had done some of the work. I had gone deep and I wanted that to be enough like with these energy healing sessions with my first energy healer. Like it's painful and it's scary to go back to things and it's hard, but it is also so worth it because we all have so much stored trauma in our body and being able to release it in settings where you feel safe and comfortable is so healing. That's why I feel like I am going, and when I mean, when I say I'm going to heal in ways that people don't normally think of, like it's because I was so conditioned to believe like only the supplements were gonna heal me, but it's so much deeper than that because working with this new energy healer, like she really opened my eyes up to realizing that the toxins and stuff in me are not separate separate from the trauma that's inside of me. They both carry the same energy. And if I can heal the trauma, I could heal my body and my life and I can be free from chronic illness. And I know that in my heart of hearts. And it's that doesn't mean that it's just easy to do that. It's still really hard, but it's something I know that I'm capable of. And that's another reason I want to share this podcast with you and share my stories is because there's so many options for healing and it's not always conventional. And I feel like I can really be a testament to how much healing can help you and allow you to grow. So with that being said, what you can expect with the Morning Jots podcast is solo episodes where I'm kind of bringing to you my experiences. I really want um, maybe my next podcast to be about microdosing and my first major trip experience, but I'm also going to continue to share with you about psychedelics and how they've helped me. I'm going to continue to share with you about energy healing and Reiki and so many things. And I'm also going to have really inspiring guests on. I already have some episodes recorded that I'm so in love with, and I think that they're so impactful in so many different ways. And I cannot wait to have my energy healer on. 
too, because I feel like that's going to be really pivotal because I feel like a lot of people are interested in energy healing, but they just don't exactly understand what it is. And I feel like this is really going to clear the air on some of that. And then also I'm going to have some just morning jot podcast where I just kind of tell you what's on my mind in that morning. So it could be like a 10 minute episode, a five minute episode. I don't know. It's not always going to be these really long podcasts. And I mean, I'm even surprised this intro episode is this long because I thought it would be like 20 minutes, but there's just so much I want to say and tell you. But I know I have this whole podcast and many more episodes to come to do that. So I'm just grateful to have you here with me. And I really, really hope at the end of the day that when you listen to this, that you feel heard and seen and understood and cared for. Because if you're in my community, then you are all of those things. Like I hear you and I see you and I do care for you so deeply that that is why I'm starting this podcast because it's a new way to connect. It's deeper. It's intimate. That plus the Reiki healing that's going to come and even I'm even doing drop-in sessions right now with people where we're just talking. And even that has been really eye-opening for me because I'm like, wow, like this is what I meant to do. So if you're interested in that, I'll put all the, the links to these things in the show notes because um, I'm even opening up spots to take people for Reiki healing, even though that's yet to come. I'm just booking out in advance because I know some people were interested in that. But thank you so much for being here with me. Like I so deeply appreciate you. I see you. And like I said in the beginning, like we are all so much more like than we even know and it's through our stories that we're gonna find that out and so if you have a story you have a story with your spiritual awakening or psychedelics or something and you feel called to share it like let me know we'll try to get you on like this isn't just for huge people to come on this podcast even though you know I expect to have some really good people well-known people come on but I this is a safe place for all of us, for all of us to feel seen and heard and like we're a part of something bigger. Oh, I just got the chill saying that. But yeah, this is this is really good. And I'm really excited and I'm going to stop rambling now. But I, again, I'm honestly grateful to have you guys here and just know there's so much goodness to come, so much high vibrational, so much education, just a lot of good stuff coming. And anyways, that is that. That's the intro episode. I'm Nikki Janky. I'm the host of the Morning Jots podcast, and I love you so big.